Welcome to TJ's Let's Talk series, which is an offshoot of his podcast from 1991 to 2021. The aim of this podcasting series is to get gay and bi men, or people who identify as gay and bi men, to talk about their mental health more openly. This series of podcasts may contain triggers for some people. This episode deals with the similarities between the AIDS epidemic of the 80s and 90s and today's current pandemic. Please listen with caution. I was involved with the discussion surrounding this very early on in the pandemic on social media with gay and bi men roughly the same age as me. Our fears surrounding the pandemic were the same as the HIV and AIDS epidemic. In the 1980s, we didn't know what was killing these young gay men. There was false information on how you got it and how you could prevent from getting it going around, spreading morphine in the gay community. Sound familiar? The 1990s, we found drugs that could lessen your viral load by taking AZT. It took 10 years to find this. Because the problem with HIV and AIDS was there were too many variants. By my last research online, this number was in its millions. Was this ever mentioned on mainstream media? No. But we do get notice on variants on COVID. And there's only four of those that have been publicised. You know, the UK, South African, Brazilian and Delta ones. And everyone is scared thanks to the mainstream media. At least in the 80s and 90s, we were ignorant on why it took so long for HIV treatment. As HIV and AIDS was considered an addict, a homosexual, or dare I say it, a promiscuous disease, it never got the funding it needed early on until someone called Terence Higgins caught HIV through a blood transfusion. And because of that, gay and bi men weren't allowed to give blood until recently. But thankfully a trust was started in Terence Higgins' name to properly start promoting HIV and AIDS. Moving on to the 21st century, we now have antiviral drugs for HIV-positive people. But because HIV can mutate within a person's immune system, it can quickly become resistant to the drugs the person is taking. The good news is we have PEP and PrEP. PEP is for those people who have found out that they have been in contact with an HIV-positive person and can be obtained from A&E or sexual health clinics. This can be taken up to 72 hours after being in contact. It's not a single tablet. It's a combination of three HIV drugs and has to be taken over a 28-day period. PrEP is an anti-HIV tablet, which, if taken on demand, two tablets before sex and a tablet two days in a row after, or continuously one tablet a day, the person is immune to HIV. It's taken us 30 years to get to this point. Safer sex has been promoted around gay bars and gay adult clubs. All venues have condoms and lube, which at the very beginning of the epidemic, it wasn't a thing. And safer sex was finally being taught in schools. So at least when I was at school, I knew how to put a condom over a banana. Anyway, back to COVID-19. Remember, back in March, we had no clue what was going on. This is what happened with the gay scene in the 1980s. We were told that it would take approximately 10 years to create a COVID vaccine, but because it wasn't a small subset of people, 
or dare I say it, while being politically incorrect, but being totally correct for the time of the 80s and 90s, a subset of people with undesirable habits, money was thrown at COVID, blank checks in some cases. PPE was found and procured. In the 80s and 90s, the condoms and noobs in pubs were originally bought and repackaged for the gay scene to give out for free. Some places ran out. Did we hear the outcry when a load of bars didn't have condoms and lube to slow down infection? No. No outcry whatsoever. The vaccine was discovered months into the pandemic. We waited years for our community to have proper treatment. I have friends today who were given the HIV diagnosis and when they did, it was a death sentence. Nowadays, it isn't and thankfully they are still alive. When the HIV drugs are working, the AZT, the PEP and PrEP, safer sex became less important. You see, gonorrhea, syphilis and hep B are easy to treat nowadays and now HIV is on that list. Gay and bi men are willing to take that risk especially if they're on PrEP. With COVID, we now have the tools to treat patients. We now have the vaccine to bring infections down and we have done this at incredible speed, only because it affects billions of people, not the small percentage of undesirables. Comparing the HIV epidemic and the COVID pandemic, both share similarities. Safer sex on the gay scene was the responsibility of the gay man in the 80s and 90s, you were looking after the other person and yourself. And it is that where I stand with the face masks. It's the same thing. It's now our responsibility to wear them where necessary. The big difference here is the protection is worn in public and not in a sauna or gay adult bar. Now we are hearing about the mental health issues due to COVID. Here is a wake-up call to those professionals. We still haven't sorted out the gay scene's mental health issues caused by the HIV and AIDS epidemic. It still feels that our community still has a long, long way to go. This podcast was written, edited and produced by TJ, also known as a 90s teenager. You can find all my social media accounts in the podcast description and you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All music used in this podcast is available from Purple Planet. Thank you for listening.